0: your dream deserves to be shared with the world and i'm here to teach you how to do it i'm your host mary diocese and on the dreamers and action takers we are going behind the scenes and giving you the tools and strategies that you need in order to create your dream into the reality on mondays we will be going over a hype episode to give you a boost of energy that you need for the week and on Wednesdays you're going to be hearing from another dreamer who actually took action on that big thing that they wanted to put out into the world. I'm so excited that you're here. I'm honored that you're taking time to invest in yourself and I cannot wait to hear the results that you get from this. Are you ready? Let's go. Welcome to this episode of the dreamers and action takers podcast. Y'all, I am pumped for you to be here. I am pumped for you to meet my girl, Chelsea Drinkard, and she is incredible. Not only does she have the best outfits with amazing style, she's a thrifting queen but she is also a commercial real estate agent in Tampa, Florida. She loves dogs. She knows a ton about networking, which we're going to like give you some tea on. Don't worry. She started a Christian women in business tribe. She is all about community connection and helping other people to succeed. And just by talking to her and hearing her talk, you get to hear that in her voice, hear that in every single thing that she says. And it is absolutely incredible. So I am so excited for you to meet Chelsea today. She is amazing. And uh, welcome, Chelsea.
1: Hi. I love your name of your podcast, Dreamers and Action Takers, because you can be a dreamer, but you're not taking action. What's the point?
0: Literally. And that's been so many of the conversations that we've had too. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'm sorry so to hear. Chelsea and I met like three years ago. I think it's been about two years ago. It was the very beginning of 2020. Yeah. And uh, she thought I was crazy at first when I met her. We did. met at an event called First Steps to Success. And Chelsea's question got chosen by Danny Johnson, who's the speaker at the event.
1: And it was all about her like traveling the world. Chasing a dream and finally taking action on that dream. literally (laughs) and
0: that was my dream as well as my dream i wanted to specifically go to italy i was like i would love to see other places but specifically italy so after chelsea got called out in front of everybody i like ran up to her after i cried also yeah i was like you want to travel and she was like you are insane you're literally a crazy person but we became like friends after that and it's been amazing so we still haven't done our european trip yet but it's gonna happen.
1: Which I pulled from that. Sometimes you have a dream and you can say yes and you think it's a yes then, but then it's actually a pause, but God needs you to have the courage to say yes. and then the action that actually happens is gonna happen in a little bit. Just because you had the dream now, doesn't mean the action's for now. Yeah.
0: <sighs> it's so true. Oh my gosh! God punch. Go punch. All right. Well, Chelsea, we're going to talk a little bit about like referrals and like referral basis and all of that. And I know that it starts with your like actual quote unquote nine to five of your business and you being like a referral queen. And so why don't you tell us a little bit about like how you got started, what it looks like, and in the whole referral and networking um, aspect, whatever you want to share.
1: So how I got started with networking, I realized I started a business that I knew nothing about. And all I knew is I need to work with businesses and I need to go where businesses were. Keeping it simple. So I threw myself into every networking event. And sometimes we go into certain seasons in our life. We have our own barriers and fears that are stopping us. And for me, it was my age. It was my lack of experience. I had no idea what I was talking about. So many insecurities But once I kept being consistent and using strategies from trial and error, and then also hiring a coach, I recognized it was actually an advantage, what I thought were my disadvantages. Once I changed my perspective, which that would be the big key there, my quote disadvantages turned into advantages to actually build a six-figure business through... 90% of my business is now referrals or repeating clients that came from those referrals.
0: That's huge. And the fact that like 90% of your business is from referrals shows how amazing you are because you only get referrals if you do a really good job.
1: Yes. (laughs) One of our coaches normally says like the goal with referrals for someone to be so compelled with the value that you add And only value like the the relationship, right? You can do an awesome job, but if they don't enjoy being around you, they don't want to work with you again, let alone, how can you do an amazing job so well that someone is compelled to tell people about you. For example, I am compelled to tell people about Mary. Everyone knows like you got to follow my friend Mary on Instagram or you're having social media problems. You need to go freaking follow Mary on social media because she is going to train you how to do it wherever, how serious you are, she's going to do it. So I'm compelled to tell people about you, but if you're terrible, I'm not going to tell anyone about you. (laughs) Sorry. It's just the truth of the matter. Yeah, it is. It is what it is.
0: I think it's cool too, because I think there's sometimes where, I don't know. I like always saw this and I have a rule where if I like want to write a bad review, then I like, have to know that like I've written at least three good reviews to combat that because our brains naturally look for the bad Mm -hmm. and so you're talking about the fact that hey I have a good experience I am compelled to tell other people about it it's like in your in who you are as a person in your being that you want to share
1: Mm -hmm. and I learned early on And again, as many people told me, I was told one from a mentor of mine to all those networking events that really don't work, blah, blah, blah. But I realized, you know what, I'm not just gonna try this out for myself and just kind of go for it. And I realized that, like, wait, no, this works if it's done correctly. And there's a law, there's a universal law like gravity called sowing and reaping. You reap what you sow. You plant a sunflower, my favorite flower. You get a sunflower, you don't get a rose, right? So then I realized if I want more referrals, then I got to give more referrals. How do I give more referrals? I got to know more businesses. Oh, I'm going to keep going to these networking events. So I would sit down with people, had strategic questions and a script in order to understand, just kept meeting a bunch of people, meeting people, meeting people. And then I was able to keep referring and referring people back and forth to different things. And once you get to a place where now you're referring so many people, I get referrals out of the woodwork. I'm like, I don't even know this person. It doesn't matter because a law is a law, whether it's directly correlated or not. Like When you speed, you're speeding. Whether you saw the sign or not, it's 45 and you're going 60, brah. You're still speeding. So the law still works, whether it's coming in a different way or not. you know, most people have this concept and you're so great organic social media building. You don't have to necessarily have paid ads, which they're great. But personally, I like the warm referral approach. I don't feel like I have to work as hard to fight for someone's business because it's coming through a friend. And the other part of that is too, you're kind of creating a community from that, from you're able to, keep giving referrals, you're keep able to build your business. People know in the community, they're ad- now advocating for you because you worked with them or you worked with a friend or, or that sort of thing. And it changes the atmosphere of what your business is and what you're known for. Cause your brand, right. Is when you walk, if there's one person in a room and you're not there yeah, networking event, and someone goes, Oh, blah, 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 blah. Chelsea Drinkard, My brand is whatever that person says about me in that moment, right? That's my brand. Oh, she loves dogs. <laughs> I cry and want follow dogs on Instagram. I finally realized well, I just start walking dogs for people on the weekends when they're traveling. Um, oh, she loves to hike, right? Or like, oh, I referred so-and-so to her and she'd amazing job. She actually keeps in touch with them. And that's the other big thing that with referrals if you want to build a referral based business, you have got to keep in touch with people. And it's the follow up. The fortune's in the follow up, which everyone knows that saying, the fortune's in the follow up. So you've got to follow up in a way that means the most to that person or in that direct scenario. So in my case, following up in a commercial real estate sense, I'm following up in a way that's adding value to them with their commercial real estate. One, here's a market report your renewals coming up. There's certain things in my business I'm following up with, but also in a personal sense. So it's the value of directly with the business, but a value and the personal that you're building of, Hey, how so is so-and-so's, you know, soccer going or whatever it is. You're adding it into different ways to where, you know, again, they're like, Oh, she actually cares about me more than just the, She just wants the deal. She wants the money.
0: I think that one of the things that you said in there that is so key is it's what they find valuable Mm -hmm. because at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter about you as the one who's trying to get the business. It's all about the buyer. And so what does Mm -hmm. the buyer find valuable? Mm -hmm. And I love that you like talked about that. Do you have a system for like how like much you follow up or like how often um, you reach out to somebody?
1: It depends on your sales cycle. So for example, my sales cycle, deep breath people who think it takes a month as long, it's like five years. <laughs> so I have been planting seeds in my business that are now coming, flourishing five years later in that sales cycle. So my sales cycle, I fought with people. Um, they at least get an email from me once a quarter is one way. So I add value in an email. And then once people... Um, move into their office space typically one or once every five years we get lunch or something like that they have they get a gift from me they get another follow-up within that every time that their renewal is coming up i'm giving them again um hey this is company this is happening or whatever they get birthday cards from me i am the queen of snail mail i just had custom cards made again which this is also good keep you want to stand out no one mails, thank you cards. No one does it. No one I think everyone hates email. Usually if you're going to be like here, thank you so much for coming to here. Like I'm going to send Mary a thank you card after that. She's not getting an email. She's going to get it mailed to her, but mailing something like that also stands out. And it's a quick little thing, but people will go, huh. Huh. Wow, well, I never get cards. I'm like, I know that's why I'm sending it. <laughs> so to say that all depends on your sales, your sales cycle on, and again, what, what means the most if you know, someone loves puppies, right? If someone's trying to get me to do something with a, with dogs or whatever, like you better believe you should be sending me something with the dogs. If you know, whatever, whatever is that interested in that person and how often that makes the most sense, but you've got to have your, your funnel. My funnel is I have my quarterly least email campaign that people receive. So I love that. Um, I also, you said at the beginning, like
0: five years, seeds that you planted five years ago are like blooming, if you will, now. Like that is huge. Because right now, they say we have less of an attention span than a goldfish. And it's like we want everything now. Yeah. Like apparently, goldfish have like seven second (laughs) attention spans, and we have like six, or maybe it's eight and seven. Either way. That's really cool. (laughs) Right. But we want everything immediate. And you're like, no, literally like this was five years ago mm-hmm.
1: and uh, now it's coming true. So. And what I would say, of the key things with your, if you're focusing on like, you got to, so networking is a long game. And, and I'll give you like, you know, some three specific really quick tips if you want to build your networking and getting better at networking, know your audience, number one. You've got to know your audience and have specific questions prepared to ask to your audience that they care the most about. And thirdly, you guessed it, follow up. Congratulations. You met someone just because you had them on LinkedIn means nothing, right? Like you have got to have a follow up from that. And then bonus, you put them in your pool. What is your pool that you're currently fishing from, right? So you've got to put them in there. So if you meet someone and you're out networking and you're like, oh my gosh, like, hey girl, you're so awesome that we should like totally get to jump on a podcast together. Cool. Get at them on Instagram, right? Message them on Instagram. It was so great to meet you, blah, blah, blah. Continue to build that, you know, that relationship. And then whatever your next step is, that could be where, where you put them. So you can meet people all day, but if you're not following up and building relationship, it's like throwing your seed that we talked about earlier, like literally into the water. It just goes.
0: Yeah. And it's throwing like money. It's throwing relationships away. Mm -hmm. Like it's throwing all of it. And it's like, if you're frustrated that you're not reaching your goals, then let's look at what are you actually doing? Mm -hmm. Like, Again, we'll just go with the gardening um, analogy again. Like, are you watering your seeds? Are you plowing your seeds? Are you fertilizing it? It's about all that I know about farming and gardening, but like, are you doing the things that you know you need to, which you just talked about, which in the grand scheme of things are very
1: simple. Like, yeah, correct me if I'm wrong, but like everything that you said was very simple to do. It's simple, but we overthink things. When I say we like, hi, my right hand is currently raised right now. Both of them, we Mm -hmm. overthink things (laughs) and it doesn't happen. And I think that's why sometimes the simplest of things can have the biggest impact, but because we judge the simplicity of it and we think the bigger, the impact, the more complicated something has to be, we won't do it, but there's power in simplicity and their success is simplicity. It's just the consistency of doing it over and over again. So you're listening to this and you're getting frustrated because you're hitting your head against a wall because you aren't, you're like, okay, well, I'm starting to do referrals, but nothing's happening yet. Or I'm going to network networking events, nothing's happening yet. It has to take time. And that is like the successful long-term. If you're near the long-term game from growing your business, it's long-term. It takes time. It will take time. It's not a overnight just going to happen. long businesses take time to build the base of the seed. Like again, think about the garden. I'm like, think about the sunflowers. It takes time. And we're in a world of like, we want it now. We want it done now. You, it's not going to work. You have to let it run its course and you'll go, oh crap. Where'd this come from? Where'd this come from? They're like, it works. Like, wait, uh, this sowing and reaping actually works like these laws work people are going to listen to this and then in like
0: three weeks six weeks a year they're going to like message you on instagram and be like oh my gosh chelsea you're right like these things do work because again it takes yeah. time
1: <laughs> exactly no but i want it now. no you can't have it now it's just not how not, that's, yeah. that's not how it works so but you can get it sooner the sooner that you
0: start exactly So it's like, okay, let's take the first step, which is going to the networking events, talking to people, getting their contact information, following up with them afterwards, to all of these things that you have that are a part of that slow growth. But you have like in a very tangible way because people can hear this and then be like, okay, yeah, but like, you know, what's the actual result? You have had like, I know for the past two years, you've had really good years in business. And so it's kind of been a fruit of it in both tribe and in business because
1: you have sown the seeds. And I'll give you both of those examples. So when COVID hit in my industry, we thought it, was, it could potentially die, right? So I'm like, Ugh! I'm thinking of different solutions to do. I closed my biggest deal. And when no one was doing deals, I closed my biggest deal in 2020. That was purely from following up consistently in person. For example, I brought him a butt cake in person, building relationship continually. I closed. So I closed my biggest deal in 2020 on the tribe side. So while I was out networking, right, I'm building my business and I'm building this passion project on the side. Basically, I'm funneling people like, are you in the business side, or you're going to be in this fun passion project that was also built by referrals? Now, thanks to Mary's influence, like people find us on Instagram now. But that's just like, oh, cool! Like we're not really been trying; it just happens because people refer, because the community that we've built, people are attracted to it. That now we had events that had you know, we were having 70 plus women at, that we created, I had no budget, all referral based, um, just through people. And I was bartering with people to get it that we had some of our biggest tribes during COVID because of one, the referrals that we've created, the follow-up. And then thirdly, the experience that people have from, or the community that we have from what we've created. And again, we built that with no budget, just bartering and referrals. And I've built a team of we had five groups, 50 women, I have eight leaders for free volunteering during social media events, all of the, all of the things to run an organization with zero budget because of the community that we have created. People were compelled to want to be a part of it and want to serve and wait, how can I be involved? How can I help? that's huge. It's that crazy is- when you think about it like, oh man, I did that. Thank you God yeah. for putting awesome people in my life. Like
0: <laughs> cool. Also, Chelsea's being super humble as well with what she did in business and the deals that she closed. I'm not going to I'm not going to say it, but she's being very, very humble of on the business side because she absolutely crushed it and I know that it came so much through referrals and like following up with people and really what it looks like. And it's so cool to see that it worked on two different aspects. It worked in the volunteer aspect and it worked in the business aspect. And I know it even works in like Chelsea and I had this conversation yesterday over Marco Polo of bartering, (laughs) like literally. And so much of that too, is like talking to people, figuring out how you can help them because that's all that referrals really is, Mm -hmm. is seeing how you can help somebody else to succeed. And bartering is a huge aspect of that.
1: And when you think bartering, right, you might be thinking, I don't need a cow. And like, <laughs> they have a mower. Like, Mary, we're not, why are we still talking about selling and farming? It's not that. So think like, okay, I'm going to use an example. I have a friend that owns a spa and like, yo, I'm like, you can't see my face right now, but I'm 32 and like homegirl can get some wrinkles. So... I recognize now that I'm learning how to own my skills sidebar understand and have ability to earn your own and recognize your skills. It's a whole different conversation that I was like, wait, she needs help in these areas. I need facials. I can help her. So something like that. So this is like a bonus referral with the networking, right? Something like that. So think about like your favorite spa, your favorite food company, whatever it is. Think about that. Okay. Find a need that they have and look for a need, look for what you're really good at. How can you help them reach their goal? Which in their case, get more clients. In my case, I want less wrinkles. How can we match our goals up and where I could pair that and we could work together? So I'm gonna help this person over here and I'm gonna get a free facial out of it. And that's like one working smarter, not harder. Hello. But also if you're like, well, I'm not, I don't own a business, but I'm how can I still apply this in my life? But you can still look around and add value to people anywhere anywhere you are where you're kind of increasing your income, but you're not. And you're still building your resume too. Cause now your business development for someone else when you think about it like that. Doo, doo, doo.
0: <laughs> so good. So good. Okay. So if somebody has never done this before and they need to know like, how can I figure out what the need is? How do you figure that out?
1: Ooh, that's a good question. So there's an acronym that I use and it's called form. And I originally learned this through DannyJohnson.com, excuse me, destinyglobal.com. If you need help with talking with people, need help building relationships and you're like, why does everything seem awkward or surface level or just uncomfortable? This, This is where I got this from. It's called form. So family, occupation, Recre- recreation. I can't even say that word. Recreation and message. So message would be how you can help them, right? So you're asking people specifically. So we're gonna talk about a networking sense, right? Specifically, if I'm know I'm going to networking event, that's all CEOs. I'm intentionally keeping up right now. I know that hiring is a big issue right now for a lot of companies, right? So hiring company culture are your company. So think about who you're who and what scenario that you're in. When you're asking the questions, think about find their biggest need. How by me, you can ask them, Hey, like, how is business going? It's a great opening question. Oh, we're having a really time hiring people. Tell me more about that. Great question. Always asking, get more information from people. So as you let people talk, then your head, you're going, how can I help them? 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 I help them? And you can't help people if you're busy in your head thinking, what am I going to ask next? What am I going to ask next? What am I going to ask next? Like you've got to have that in in your head. So when you're asking the right questions with them, knowing, okay, if I'm I'm in a networking event, how's hiring going? Tell me more about that. Okay, maybe you have a hiring need, got it. Hey, has COVID impacted your business? Could have been good, could have been bad. Great question. So asking specific questions in that space too. Hey, how do you handle you know, conflict in your organization. Again, these are very like business specific questions that a lot of people for me, for that case, right? If you're dealing with people in the executive level that they are dealing with and you're getting to talk to f- uncover opportunities that you can refer people to stuff. You only can find a an uncover opportunity if you're asking the questions and you're actually listening, not like, nah, like your zone out. You got to listen, and then you go ah. Then you know. Then you know. That's huge. A- no, <laughs> I know how to help you. I can help you. No. Yeah, and then the cool thing is when you do, you have to have the right heart for it. So you're like, oh yeah, I'm gonna do all this and make all this money. It's gonna be freaking awesome. Great, you will, but you got to have the right intention. If I know you generally want to help someone. And not, and you've got to, that's the whole law of the sowing and the reaping comes into play. Cause just because you refer this person doesn't mean that person's going to refer you back. This referral can come from somewhere else. So what this, the challenge is, is the heart posture. What's your heart like? Are you going to be mad at this person? Are you going to be pissed off if they don't refer you back? If so, doing it for the wrong reason.
0: Yeah. You're not going to see the result that you want to. It is Mm -hmm. literally all about the heart. Mm Mm-hmm which is huge. So, and I think that that is, I know that's one of the reasons that's made you so successful is because you're just like, Hey, I just want to give, I like, don't have any expectation. Like when Chelsea was talking about like, Hey, I am going to refer out Mary. Like, I don't know. I think I know two people in the Tampa area. So it's like, realistically, I don't know a lot of people who I could send her for, Commercial real estate. If I do, then of course I'm going to send her. Of but course I, don't I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care. I can, but literally she doesn't care. So she's not doing it with an expectation. And also yeah. she knows that. Yeah. And so I think that that's one thing that's so cool. And just like a reminder that as you go out, as you give more referrals, as you talk to more people, like don't do it with an expectation of, well, if I do this, then they're going to,
1: like, no. You- and it sounds conflicting, right? Because we're saying that. No, but you got you've got to so you've got to give the referral to get the referral. So it's like a conflict. Like, wait, I don't understand what you're saying right now. But if you have to know in who's the person in front of you, like I know the slim chance of Mary referring me is like very, very slim. Unless now that I'm starting doing other things on this side that people want to join tribe or do other learning how to biblically build your business or other things like that, she could refer me, right? But I know in a commercial real estate standpoint, I'm like mm, it's not going to happen, but it doesn't matter because I know she's not my provider. The law is the law is the law. It's going to happen. I've seen it happen. It's going to work out. Cool. You just, you can't, you can't hold on too tightly to what your expectations of you think it should be. It's
0: so true. I did this analogy today and I think that it's like just a cool way to think about it is, there's a triangle and there's a line down the middle. And on one hand, it's like me. And on the other hand, it's God. And for on my side, it is all the things that I have control over. And we did it specifically in business. So it's, hey, the amount of people who you meet and talk to, the amount of posts that you put up, the amount of comments, DMs, whatever. Those are things that we have control over. The other side is the things that God has control over. Okay, so it's whether or not somebody says yes, whether or not somebody refers you. Like you don't have control over that. You have to have your hands open. You only have control over one aspect of it. So it's meeting people, talking to them, posting, following up, all of that. So it's really that co-collaboration and knowing that like, hey, these things are going to happen, but you can receive a lot easier when your hands are like open versus when you're holding so tightly onto an outcome that you think would be best.
1: Mm. Pause. Boom. That's analogy for like so many life things, Mary. Good gravy, this not true. <laughs> that's like that. That's yeah. Like let that sit for a second, mm-hmm. right? Mm. It's a good yeah. It's a good balance of ask, seek, and knock. Like go, go, do it. Like I'm sure I'm sure that says pray, hustle, repeat. Like you can hustle, but if you pray, just like kind of add some little extra supernatural flavoring, anointing on it. You can pray not hustle but like nothing's gonna happen so when you put it together it's like pim, pim, pim. it's like what happened with your business this past year just blows up and you're like what's happening so when you combine that piece of it it just makes it it's that's the supernatural piece like what's that's when you're like what just happened you're like wait hold on am I dreaming did this really just happen <laughs> What? And it goes back to actually your triangle, uh-huh. your dreamers and action takers. It's a similar metaphor. You've got dreamers and action on the other side. You can't have yeah. one without the other. You can dream, but you're not actually doing it and living it if you're not taking action. Right. And God called us not just be dreamers. He says, ask, seek and knock, like do the work. And if you're seeking me, I'm going to bless it. And you're going to go, and you're like, what? it's Chelsea's bible. <laughs> Chelsea's bible. I like it. There's
0: more there's more action and sound effects in there. I like that.
1: More like yo bro what's up. Like, oh, I wish my bible sounded like this. I'm like, yo, this guy did this and Jesus is like, nah, bro, let me go do. Yeah. So maybe I'll come down like, you know, my bible version one day, but right. Yeah, it's like, hey JC, what you doing? What's up? Jesus is like, no you didn't. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we got animated a little bit. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Okay. I, if you have like one last piece of advice or like little nugget word of wisdom for people, what I like kind of heard from you. And I know that like, we learned this from the same person is care more about people than you do your product or service and you'll be unusually successful. And that's kind of what I heard in talking to you and hearing about referrals and all of this is you care a lot about the person. You care a lot about helping them to be able to succeed, but do you have any other like little nuggets or aspects of wisdom that you want to share
1: for networking or referrals? Whichever one your heart desires. I just stuck my tongue out or I didn't see that. <laughs> like, no, the first thing, I'm going to tell you the first thing that pops in my head and it can take longer than what you want it to be but just because it takes takes longer than what you think it should be doesn't mean it's not working. It's seasons. So think about when when you plant, again, this analogy works because if you actually think about our seasons, right? We live in Florida, so we have like summer and spring. And then, like this thing, there's no fall because we don't have leaves. Yeah. <laughs> but it gets a little bit cooler. But in other places, you've got clear seasons. So when you're planting in, in the fall, like you don't see anything. And you're like, I'm sweating and this sucks. I'm like, what's happening? Then, then the winter—it's like it's nothing's still happening. Like, is this working? Like she said, sowing and reaping, but nothing's happening. And, <laughs> the, and you're like, I think I see one. I'm like, is that a referral? I think it's not a referral. But I'm like, but I'm like the referrals not the kind of referral that I want, though. Like this sucks. It's not working. This is not the one I wanted. But you have to keep doing it, and then all of a sudden, it can happen. And you—if you don't recognize the season that you're in, in when you're networking, when you're building your business, when you're setting referrals if you don't recognize it you're going to be extremely frustrated and you're going to think it's not working but if you take a step back and recognize all right if i just started doing referrals i'm going to keep but the other thing is make a goal each week for the number of referrals you're going to give and write them down so your accountability until it's a habit do it do it do it do it and then when you see it you're like holy you look back like mercy look back like holy crap they worked <laughs> so if you got to recognize the season that you're in and stay consistent, just keep doing it, make a goal and do it. And I'm going to challenge, like my challenge is going to be you. if You're like, dang, I want to, I growing my business, maybe on social media. And how else can I do it? Besides even on social media, I send Mary's profile to people on a regular basis, follow her, follow her. Cause I know when she's going to close them herself, like, Hey, follow her. She'll just give you free content, dude. Like just do it. Even doing that, yet still setting a referral when you're sending people to people, you're sending people as podcasts. You're like, hey, they actually are Christian biz people. They want to check out Tribe. Cool, bring them to us. Like when you're doing that, those are referrals. So if you track it and you're hitting a goal, you're going to recognize, it'll be easier to recognize what season that you're in when you've been tracking it. That'll be the last thing. What a mic drop,
0: literally a mic drop moment.
1: I dropped my mic. you couldn't hear me.
0: it was so actionable. It was so specific. It was very clear. It's like, all right, you want to get results. This is your next step. So yes. I love it. Chelsea. Um, how can people find you on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn?
1: I am on Instagram and LinkedIn, Facebook at, at Chelsea drinkard. We're going to be doing um, some new things over there. So super at, at Chelsea underscore drinker drinker, spelled like a beverage D R I N K A R D. I'll be actually, yo, you, this, is the first public announcement. Are you ready? Brrrr. Mary just said drums for me. I um, I'll be starting a podcast here soon and maybe we'll have Mary on. But she kind of air horned.
0: <laughs> so, yeah. I love it. I'm so excited for your podcast.
1: Me too. More of this fun stuff, man. That sounds hooking up. It's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be, awesome. First be good. I love it. Well, Chelsea, thank you for sharing your wisdom,
0: your joy, your excitement. I know there's like 27, at least 27 other things that we could talk about. Maybe we'll yes. do another podcast episode on like puppies or um, I don't know, living hiking. in Florida, <laughs> hiking. Yeah. There's so many different things that we can talk about. So I'm super excited to do that. But thank you for sharing your wisdom. Thank you for sharing your heart. And um, just like very practical tips with us. You are incredible. I'm so grateful to know you, be friends with you, and continually learn from you. And so thank you for joining me today. Yo, right back at you, lady. Thank you for having me. You're so welcome. Y'all enjoy. Make sure you follow Chelsea. Her links are in the show notes and we'll talk to you next time. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this episode of dreamers and action takers. I'm honored that you are here, but before you go, I would love to give you a free gift. Would you take five minutes to subscribe rate and leave a review below so that we can get this podcast and information in the hands of more people. I have a dream of working with 100 million women and helping them to share their dream with the world. And I know that I can't do it without you. So once you rate and leave a review, if you would send a screenshot of that to the email podcast at the dreamers.co and I'll send you a free gift. It's basically a broken down sales cycle of how to talk about your product or service online and customize it to yourself to get clients in the door. So I'm honored that you joined me today. I cannot wait to see you for the next episode. And I hope you have the most incredible day. I'll talk to you soon.